short dick man What in the world is that fucking thing? You need some fucking tweezers to put that little thing away? Fuck out of Big talking brewskis, 
Marissa Smith is who you see. Water cooler combo in here. Crack a cold on we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, more. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome to Big Talk and Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith. We've got Rodney Daniels with us. What's up, folks? I'm Rodney Daniels. Happy Friday. We have Emily Duncan with us. Hi. And we have Kevin Michael Smith. Ooh, try that again. <laughs> It's Kevin Smith Kirkwood. There oh my we God. go. <laughs> Have I been tagging the wrong person all day? Maybe. I okay. I've been tagging. The wrong <laughs> Is there a Kevin Michael Smith? There's only one so Kevin Smith Kirkwood. Kirkwood. Kevin Smith. Okay, we've got Kevin Smith Kirkwood. <laughs> I've literally been tagging like literally the wrong person all day. Sorry, Kevin Michael Smith. Uh, Take the free press. Yeah. All of his friends like, now think he's a Broadway sensation. Use it. Use it. Use it. Free press, oh Kevin Michael God. Smith. <laughs> You're welcome. So, Kevin, how was your week? <laughs> oh, my week was great. <laughs> my I fucked great. up your name. Okay. <laughs> 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 this is a great man. Uh, my week's been great, man. Working, um, some auditions. Um, yeah, getting getting my th- stuff ready for Classic Whitney Alive, July thirty first at Joe's Pub. So yeah. So now, what is Classic Whitney Alive? It's it's a, it's my solo tribute show to the one and only Whitney Houston, where I basically. She comes down from heaven and reincarnates in my body to perform uh, a night of her tunes and live arrangements, her special concert live arrangements, because, you know, she could take a song and make it different every time. Yeah. Um, So we do these live arrangements, beat for beat, arrangement for arrangement, riff for riff, fabulous costumes, guests that backup singers and guests that include Sissy Houston, Bobby Brown, Bette Sussman, and one or two other special surprises. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's quite the night. Quite so now thing. this is going to be at Joe's Pub. Joe's Pub at the Public Theater. Okay, and it is on July thirty first, nine thirty p.m. And where can you get your tickets? You can get your tickets. You can go to my website, which is www.kevinsmithkirkwood.com. Uh, w- uh, See, he almost messed up his name. Go ah! on. <laughs> you, you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> Keeps you humble. Smiths unite. Right, right. <laughs> What's my name again? Or you can go to the Joe's Pub website and um, search the calendar, and there I am. Tickets are selling fast, actually, though, so mm. we, we generally pack the place. Get up on it. So get your tickets. Get your tickets today, folks. So, Emily, how was your hey. week? Uh, it was great. I actually, I just started freelancing again. I, I left my day job. Uh, so Congratulations. It's, it's been a Congratulations. Week. I'm, like, I'm buzzing. You're like, you know? you're like ah, no cubicle for <laughs> yeah. me, suckers. I'm so alive. <laughs> <laughs> this is what daylight feels like. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm preparing for a show that doesn't start till the fall, though, but um, I'm doing a 
a family-friendly musical that I wrote uh, every Sunday at the Pit. Um, nice. Okay. Nice. Or I co-wrote, I should say, with my my friend Chris, who had the idea. So it's it's about uh, Pluto, the former planet, finding out he's not a planet anymore, and going around the universe trying to figure out where he really belongs. Oh, that's the cool. answer that's is really at home, cute. of course. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah that it's is. It's got cute. a lot of science facts in it. It'll be it'll be fun. It'll be great. I'm really excited about it. No, it's so awesome. That's what I've been up to all week is casting that's and that kind of thing. Up for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally cool. Uh, Rodney. What's up? How was your week? My week was good. I was hanging out with you last night and hosted you were. at the Broadway Comedy Club, so <laughs> that was great. And then I woke up to this morning to seeing the beautiful pictures of Beyonce's babies, and it just... <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, hashtag life goals. <laughs> uh, How was your week? Uh, my week has been... Okay, like I haven't been sleeping, so I'm still like a little cranky and a little like off balance. Like I literally, since Sunday, I think I've probably, no, yeah, Sunday, I've slept probably maybe like 14 hours. Like I just, I can't fall asleep, I can't get comfortable, so I'm just like, every morning like I wake up and like my like alarm clock goes off, I like practically like chuck my phone across the room, like fuck, it's morning already, I haven't slept. Um, but I, I will make it through. I will make it through. Uh, yeah, yeah, boy. Drugs. I just, I just, like, I don't even take Tylenol. So, like, right. I just, I don't know. So I'm telling you, NyQuil Z will just knock you out. And it's, like, made for sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's made for. But, like, eventually, like, my body is just going to make me sleep. Right, what did I tell you was going to happen, though? You don't want it to be on the train. And then oh, my God. Later. <laughs> so, like, yeah. if you guys, like, if you follow me on, like, Facebook, I, like, reposted an article. There was a man that um, saw a woman that was sleeping on the subway and peed on her. No. Ooh, what? Was peeing on her. She woke up to a random man peeing on her. Uh, like, like, a, like a mentally challenged I, homeless person? Like I mean, even if they, they... I'm going to kill you, Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like American <laughs> Psycho? Like, uh, like a drunk guy who thought she was a urinal? Or like, what? <laughs> I, I mean, she must have been porcelain then. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, I, I can't... Like, literally, what do you do if you wake up and someone is pissing on you? Like, just, like... Yeah. Screaming? Yeah. A lot of screaming, I feel like. No, you're already yeah, pissy. Yeah, at one point, get as much of it back on them as you can. Like. Yeah, no, I'm like kicking. I'm kicking in that general direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something's yeah, gonna happen like, there that's not fun. I'm probably person. gonna have like more charges against me than him at that point. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like I feel like I need to start a GoFundMe now for my right. criminal defense, just in case, just in case yeah. I wake up and someone's pissing on me because, like, I, I'm gonna need. All the lawyers. Well, this like. is a cautionary tale that tells you to get some sleep. <laughs> Tylenol PM, NyQuil, something. Because otherwise, so the strange you're not peed on. on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Those are your options. You either figure out how to sleep or you get peed on. Or I get peed on. So <laughs> figure it out. That's it. It's like, get your life straight, bitch. Like. Before you get pissed off. <laughs> Get your sleep on and get your pee on. <laughs> like, oh, no. That's it. Oh, that are your only two options. Um, so, Emily, what do you feel like uh, the role of protest is today? Oh, boy. Um, so I was thinking about this because I was starting to feel like 
Like, is protest still useful? Like, is this working? Like, when we walk out on the street and we, we protest, like, what's happening? Does it really affect change? So I started going into, like, a deep Google of studies and that sort of thing. Like, what is it today versus where it was with social media and all this stuff? Is that how you affect change in government? And um, I guess there was a Harvard study about this exact thing, um, which basically said it doesn't necessarily affect policy directly, but that it gets people involved. And and that's great. And, and, you know, and bringing people like just keeping them interested in politics is the number one effect of protest today. And it's like, well, that's kind of depressing. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> right? But awareness yeah. is huge. Awareness yeah. Yeah, yeah, and getting absolutely. that getting that out is huge. And, you know, they're you know, even with the Black Lives Matter stuff uh, and protests that have happened, there are people in parts of the country who can't possibly understand what these people have to complain right. about. Yeah. But they're they're listening to the complaining and finally sort of being enlightened about some of the things that are happening in places that they that are not part of their experience you know so i mean i applaud that that's huge yeah awareness yeah. getting getting yeah well i think that uh social media definitely kind of changed the dynamics of protesting because you can have a, a social media outrage that i almost feel like has more um rapid change than than marching in the streets right so like if someone you know if 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 a, a host of a, t- a television show says something that people are offended by and you have social media like jump on top of it and be like hey like this is offensive we don't we're not going to support your station anymore your network anymore and advertisers start pulling out because they're just like, oh, you know, like people are upset by this. We're not going to advertise on this show anymore. And eventually Bill Riley gets fired. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so that's like, sort of what I was thinking about. Like, money. is that the new protest in a way? Like, is that more immediately effective in certain ways? And like, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I think both are great. Both <laughs> are great. It enhances. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why know, not both? The, all the forms of protest, I think, social media. I'm yeah. an introvert, so way. I do my protesting on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah. It's also a comforting <laughs> thought for me that maybe, like... <laughs> it's like, I'm not getting my ass beat for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it sad that that's a legitimate concern yeah. when you're right. expressing your right to, you know, free speech and, and assembly? And I've been to a few protests, and they're... they're I've been scared yeah. And, yeah. and thought, you know, this, th- look at all the cops around and mm-hmm. this could easily take a turn for the worse. Yeah. Luckily, really it, 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 yeah. it And you got to save your face for Whitney. Hello, <laughs> that's my moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> look at those teeth. <laughs> Thank you, Parker Avenue Dental. <laughs> and he deserves a free cleaning. <laughs> 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 No, but like I, I won't. I remember like when they had the the women's march. I was specifically, I'm not marching. I'm not marching. And like I had friends that came in from out of town for the march, and so like I hadn't seen them for a long time. So I was going to go to like dinner with them, and I I got lost because I I'm directionally challenged, and I ended up having to like go through the march to like realized that I went the wrong direction and then get back into the march because they were blockaded off so I had to march like 10 blocks to like get to the restaurant and I'm just like but I was not marching today and the whole time I'm like oh my god this is the time that shit gets crazy and my face gets fucked up and (laughs) like you know it's just like I don't does Affleck cover marches I don't know I don't (laughs) know (laughs) 
It's yeah, like, I always get nervous when things like when things start looking like a little hairy that I'm going to get deported. That's that's my like, number one oh. concern because I'm Canadian and I'm oh. like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, sorry, no, 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 I'm Canadian and I'm no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all, <laughs> white people don't get deported. <laughs> No, no, that's, sorry, I should have prefaced with the fact that that's a possibility. <laughs> I'm always like, if I, ever. <laughs> if I get arrested, I'm out. <laughs> that's, that's it. Like, you know, they, yeah. I have no rights. <laughs> I'm always like, oh no, oh no, I, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm such a baby. <laughs> it's like, wait, where'd Emily go? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's I'm, I'm such a pussy. Oh, oh my Classic Canadian. <laughs> Don't tell my people I said that. Don't you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what part of Canada? Um, Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of like an island. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It's like it's an uh, it's a peninsula. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like a peninsula and an island on the east coast. It's basically like dangles r- down around Maine. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. They have the best salmon. That's right. Um, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Pacific side. <Yeah. laughs> She's like, big pee. <laughs> um, I don't know how Canadians throw up their, their coastlines. But I'm yeah, the Atlantic is that. where salmon is at. I mean, it, the Pacific salmon sucks. So you can tell my sense. I'm going to get like hate mail over that. <laughs> that is okay. I'm going to take it all. Um, so sorry. You can forward it to it, me. It's fine. I'll write them back nice handwritten I got letters. big shoulders. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, how did uh, Jay-Z's mom, uh, like, continue, like, the conversation and, like, inspire people? By choosing to come out on his album. Yeah. And in that song, Smile, I believe. Smile, yeah. It's, I was listening to it on the way here. It's so good. It's uh, to me it's it's actually groundbreaking. Yeah. Um I'm the fact that she is living her truth is one thing and found her way, you know, um, but the fact that she chose to do it publicly like that and and make it a part of Jay Z's art. Um, I think elevates. I mean, his art has been elevated pretty much the last. I, I've loved the last few things that he's done, especially yeah. this album. But um, yeah. I just think it's a beautiful public statement. And you know, we don't have a lot of um, black females. You know, in, stars, cult. You know, actors, performers, otherwise, uh, who are publicly representing and are publicly open. That's very they, true. They they are there, especially in in show business. Mm-hmm. They are there, and we won't. You I know. feel like the only one I know is Wanda Sykes. She's like she's like one of the only ones that's out. Everybody else is like they don't really talk about it. Exactly. Like they don't. Yeah. Well, like Queen Latifah like has like not DL. openly said that she was gay, but you, it's clear and it's like obvious. But she just doesn't. She just has never publicly said it. Never publicly. Like said I've it. seen her at Pride. Like she's like out there, like in the community, but never said it. And and you know I I believe. Even if slightly reluctantly, that you know everybody has their own process and time, and you know I, I do though believe that politically and socially, if there's a world we can all be out, that's how you show that. That's how you normalize it. Yeah, you show that there there exactly. are all different kinds of gay people, bisexual people, transgender people in all walks of life, classes, races, um, and that's how you normalize it is with visibility. Exactly. Um, so for me, I would love that. 
from as many people as as are as are possible but in the meantime i'll celebrate the small victories with something like this and the fact that you know and jay-z has been a proponent of of gay rights and equality for a while and then you start to think oh well if he's had a mom who he knew was lesbian that makes perfect Perfect sense sense. but it could have you know it could have influenced his art quietly in other ways but to do it so publicly and have yeah, it on the like album the, is is yeah brilliant I, if you, you have to hear the song like she's actually on the song mm-hmm. oh, like, really? yeah it's the song with them together and he's like talking about her being a lesbian like his whole life and her being in the closet and like the song is very powerful it's gonna win a grammy uh, a lot of black women have that experience in this country yeah we talk about a lot how the black male is is pushed into a role of masculinity and and no homo and that sort of thing but the black woman is also pushed into you know certain roles of being strong and the caretaker and the nurturer and you know the the childbearer and sorts of things like that um and uh, so, yeah, they don't get a lot of role models and, and support. But I'm telling you, man, the, and this she commented on this. She said she's feeling like there's a new world. And she was looking around and seeing this new world of things happening. And she was like, it's time to live my truth. But that, that's how it is when you come out, too. It's, like, so freeing because you spend your, like, this, this whole time, like, trying to, like, you know, be in the closet. Like, not, like, let people know, like, who you are. And it's, like, such a big secret. And then when I finally came out and told every member of my family, it just felt like, Wow. Now I could just be happy. Yeah, because it's it's really, you know, like I, I, I'm a cisgendered heterosexual woman, and I don't, I I feel like I empathize with having to do that, but at the same time, like I can't imagine having to do that because, like, I never had to come out as straight. You know what I mean? And, and it's like I never had to tell my parents or my family, like, hey, by the way, I like the dick. Like, you know what I mean? That's exactly what I said to my family, by the way, I like the dick. Sat them all down. I use different words than that, but. Word for word. Like, you know. It's like, I don't like no short dick men, but like. But like. I, you know, and so like I can't imagine of like uh, the stress and angst and and, yeah. and that 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 is, and then like being worried that, about how you, you know how to really communicate that to your family, and worried about what their reactions mm-hmm. are, and you know, um, and it's it's funny because like I tell this story a lot on the show, but like you know, a lot of my family thinks that I'm gay. And it's like, and I'm, yeah, I, mm. they don't know me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, I feel like I have to like reinforce that I'm straight, but it's like, uh, so basically like I have a, a, a cousin that's a lesbian. And so I was down in South Beach. Uh, they have a, 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 like a lesbian conference in South Beach like every year. Okay. And cool. so I just happen to be very frugal and I'm like cheap as fuck. And so me and my friend were like, oh, our birthdays are in May. Let's go to Miami in May. And so like we were looking at like all the weekends to be in South Beach in May. And this one weekend was like literally like $500 cheaper per person with airfare and, and hotel and everything if we went this one weekend. So we're just like that's by far the cheapest weekend like we're gonna save 500 bucks a person let's do that weekend which i think is reasonable and so when i get to the airport and and i think we were left out of jfk 
I was just like, oh, so, like six lesbian couples on this flight. That's a little strange. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, like, you know, like not that it, lesbian couples on a flight is strange, but just like like the mathematics the of it. Concentration was just, of yeah, lesbians yeah, on like, this particular. <laughs> Like, all of a like, sudden you're surrounded <laughs> oh, welcome to our world there's like, oh, a, uh, a lot of lesbians on this flight and then we get down to the, the airport in Miami and like the whole gate is lesbian couples and I was just like oh there's a lot of lesbians in the, like in this terminal and so then like we get to like Ocean Drive in South Beach and like the only men are waiters and I was just like I went to an all girls school but this is still a lot of bitches like <laughs> like it was like this is crazy so now like we went and we had lunch and I'm with my two friends and I, I all of a sudden I hear this girl walking by me and she's like oh that looks like my cousin Marissa and like I look up and it's my cousin and I'm like, hey. And then she's like, oh, when did you come out? And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, because, well, yeah, you know, right, she, thinking, she, she thought, like, oh, yeah. we're both here. Right. Like, she's like, like, it's like, finally happening. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the whole time. <laughs> like, uh. And I was just like, no, I'm just cheap. <laughs> like, you know? And so then she's like, oh, no. And I'm like, no, like, it's not like that. Like, you know, but like, awesome. Like, you're here, blah, blah, blah. And Did you know she was gay? Oh, at yeah. At the time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's like flannel wearing, like, Harley Davidson driving, like, cross country truck driver. Like, you know. Got it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a real lesbian. No, she's, she's, she's <laughs> like, for real. Like, you know, like, but like, it's just funny because, so. Then I, I immediately called my mom because I was just like, all right, the whole family is going to be on a conference call like in two seconds. <laughs> and so I was like, mom, I just ran to my cousin. I guess I'm down here in a lesbian conference. They're all going to think I'm gay. And then she's just like, I know you're not gay. And I was like, all right. I just wanted to give you the heads up. So then like 10 minutes later, my first aunt calls. Where are you? What are you doing? And then, like, another, like, ten minutes later, just like, oh, do you have anything to tell me? I'm like, mm, no. <clears throat> you know what? That's what? a sign of a close family. That's what <laughs> I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you see, you know, a cousin or somebody and, um, you know, at some place where they're not supposed to be, and you get on the phone and everybody knows it. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, it's Ten years later, I'm still explaining myself. <laughs> it's like, I, it's like. I feel like moms always but, know, though. They always yeah. know if you're gay. They know if you're gay. They know if you're straight. They just know. Listen, it's like my, mom, my mom in general did that. She was always know. like, is there anything you want to tell me? I was like, no, no, I'm fine. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing at all. I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> and she's like, are you sure? <laughs> Maybe she, I don't know. <laughs> but it sounds like she would have been cool if you were. Oh yeah, right, she's yeah. right. She's, Listen, yeah, and right. That's what a the, lovely life to get to lead. <laughs> I mean, I was at the at Pride this year and sitting having dinner just off of Christ- Christopher Street with some friends and just seeing all the young black and latino lesbians specifically that i remember 10 15 years ago there was not this many folks yeah. did you lose me yeah, oh. I feel like it's my yeah. Ooh, yeah there we oh, go there am go. i there yeah yeah there we go there we, there go. we go. Okay, there um, go but yeah just just seeing so many young people uh young especially minority lesbians out in the street celebrating was a beautiful thing and just yeah. made me think again about jay-z's mom and you know 
the culture that we're living in that's making that possible. That's awesome. I love it. How was your coming out experience? Um, my coming out experience was interesting. I mean, growing up, it was pretty obvious that I was gay. So, you know, I was, and I was a nerd. I was skinny. I was a church boy. I was yep. teased and called gay and faggot and all that kind of stuff. Chased home from school until I finally learned how to fight for myself. I grew up in the projects of Toledo, Ohio. Um, but then, you know, I st- sort of, once I started to find myself in like sort of late middle school, early high school, um, the more confident I became with myself, the less shit I started to get. You know what I mean? It's tougher to fuck with somebody when they're just going to stand up for themselves and not take it. Um, My parents weren't the coolest with it. Um, And, uh, you know, my mom struggled with it at first. But I was also the oldest and very independent. And like I said, was a good kid otherwise. So, you know, (laughs) so there wasn't a whole bunch that they could say. Um, And then right after high school, I went to an all-boys Jesuit school. Okay. um, Which, again, was interesting because, like I said, after freshman, sophomore year or so, I started to come into my own and do theater and sing and be in the band. And, you know, so I got less stuff. I don't know, because what I'm saying is really important now. I'm just saying, are we we good? Yeah. But, yeah, I struggled. I struggled. I struggled a lot with religion because I was a religious kid. Um, And uh, yeah, we talked about this last time because my dad's a pastor. So, like, I had to go through the same. That's right like ordeal i didn't come out until after like my freshman year in college uh-huh. like i like went to college went away and it was just like whoa like what am i doing like i just i went back home after freshman year i was like look i'm gay and so that i have like be at home and like deal with my family like that so it was like a little bit different but sure. still it's just like dad's a pastor like oh, it's yeah. like you know, when I was like 16, like I wanted to kill myself because I thought I was like, you know, going to go to hell because I just wanted to touch dicks all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also, yeah, I, I also <laughs> had, you know, some depression as a kid mm-hmm. and, and a lot of anxiety and stress and, you know, but but I knew early on and I mean, I had experience with boys. Right, exactly. Like, I knew early on too. Early. But that's, I'm so glad it's like more so much in the forefront now Correct. that like people don't have to go through the same like struggles. Like Correct. the 16 year olds are like going to pride now and they're like exactly. all about it. So like yeah. we snuck we snuck to gay bars on the weekends in high school. Right. You yeah. know, and then unfortunately our school at St. John's sorry yeah. found out about it and the principal had us follow in between the summer between my uh, junior and senior year of high school. Had us follow and then started calling my friends and I in because we were the first out gay kids at that school really. Um but it was still slightly, you know, un, you know, secretive. Yeah. And uh, he said, listen, we know where you've been going. We know what you've been doing, going to the gay clubs. And we're concerned about your underage drinking. We're like, dude, the football team, you know. Yeah, pounding. Come on. And we never drank when we went to these clubs. It would be 16 and over, and they would do a big X on both your hands and take your ID at the door. So you couldn't drink. We were going to dance and be around other gay people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But this, but we we're told we had to stop and blah, blah, blah. They threatened us a little bit and then we've pushed back a little bit and it sort of disappeared. Um, other than that, my high school experience was, was pretty good. Um, wow. But, but yeah, it was, there were some tough times coming out for sure. It's like, um, I kind of feel like, uh, in high school I was kind of like awkward and I was like, Weren't like, we all? Yeah. Does anyone walk away from high school like, yeah, I did that like, great. <laughs> right. Like, there are some. There are some, some but they're Exactly. The ones that like end up doing great like in high school are like fat now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. They can't yeah. see their feet. <laughs> right. Like, they got the diabetes. 
Um, but like I was like awkward in high school and like um, I didn't have like a, a shit ton of friends or anything like that. And but I did go clubbing a lot, and so I I'm I'm from Westchester County, so it's like a half hour from New York. So I'd come clubbing down in the city, and I'm not going to completely age myself, but I'm going to age myself. But like I was like in the the era of like the club kids down here in the tunnel and Twilo and Limelight and all that, mm-hmm. and those so like days. those were the fun days, and so. We used to go to um, a party called Curfew um, at the tunnel, and and I would, and it was like Curfew was like the gay side of of the tunnel, and we'd go in there just like uh, the first couple of times we went in there it was because like it was cheaper to go in on the gay side than it was to go in on the mainstream side. Plus, if you went in on the gay side, you could access the full club, but if you went in the mainstream side, you could only access half of the club because like. The way the tunnel was set up was that, like, half of the club was, like, gay, and then the other half of the club was straight. But the only people that could go into both were the were ones the that went And they had the a gays. special entrance for the yes, gay side. I used exactly. to have a, what's called a fag tag. I think it was Mark Blair fag tag that would be into that. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. So, like, so I used to go to the curfew <laughs> parties awesome. all the time. Uh-huh. You'd, like, go down, and, like, as soon as you walk in, you're in the jungle room, and, like... And like Is that you know, the one with the pink fur. Yes, yes, that's the jungle oh. room. Yes, do you like? I remember I, those were the fun days. Those are my college well, days. I was like, in like, Canada. Wait. I, don't, I, I was don't know. in high school, but like, so I like, I, was, I, I would in go Wisconsin. in there, and <laughs> I remember young, like. Uh, like and this is one of the things where I have such a problem with people having a an issue with trans people being in the bathroom was that they always had co-ed bathrooms. And I can't tell you how many times a trans woman would save my ass from like a creepy straight dude in the bathroom, get my makeup straight. Like I learned how to put makeup on from like trans ladies cuz like I'd walk in there and they'd just be like, "Girl, what are you doing? (laughs) 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 They read you first and then fix your face in that bad bathroom lighting. They would let your face have it. Exactly. And it's just like, all right, honey, you're cute, but what is this? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, I don't know. And and they're just like, all right, next weekend you come, you bring your makeup, don't do anything. I've got you. Uh, it's like, okay. And I'd come in there and they'd be there. And it's like, okay, girl, sit down. And, the, and, and I, all of my club friends were like trans women and they protected me. I feel like they taught me how to be a lady. Like, you know what I mean? And yes. so like, I just kind of feel like I've never ever in my life in whatever state I've ever been felt uncomfortable or safe with trans women in a bathroom. I 100% worry about getting raped by any guy that I meet on Tinder. Like, you know what I mean? As you should. Exactly. So, like, I'm just kind of like, you know, and I understand, like, middle America doesn't experience as much. And therefore, those laws and those rules and those opinions are not based in fact or reality. Exactly. Because, Because, like, you haven't been there you haven't mm-hmm. exactly experienced they're based it. in fear and ignorance yeah. yeah flat out i'm really glad that trans women and tra- like trans people in general are just coming out to the forefront like it's like really yeah. like 
people are talking about it now. There are shows about it. I'm like addicted to the show called I Am Jazz. I don't know if you guys have watched it. It's on. Um, I haven't. It's on. Uh, Is that TLC? TLC. Yes. Uh, I've but seen there's this like this is like <laughs> right. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. She's like six. There's like this like she's, 16 year old girl that like lives like, in uh, Florida and, yeah. and she's trans and like going oh, through wow. high school and like mm-hmm. you know getting boobs and like now she's like thinking about like her bottom surgery and like going to like different doctors and it's just fascinating and I'm just like wow yeah I saw an episode where she was with her friends playing pool and she was talking to her brother who she hadn't seen in a while or something like that but the brother was trying to get used to using um, the the correct gender her friend pronoun. yeah because he, he was, was yeah like, her friend was like you know yeah. would you be comfortable like using gender the right gender pronouns you exactly know? Yeah, that's that's that. That, that's, that's the, that was yeah. that was the episode it's, I was yeah. watching. It's, it's really yeah. good, and it's like awesome that that conversation is happening on television. On television, that right. you're able to and actually the kind see of that, television right? That people in the Midwest might mm-hmm. actually watch. Yeah. might actually I mean, watch. Exactly, America. that's the part that Not like is really like <laughs> amazing that other people that right. wouldn't you know normally see trans people. Yeah. Idaho and shit like because right. honey the I, learning I, channel indeed yeah exactly <laughs> teach the children the, the, children. <laughs> the children are a future like right. <laughs> that's right here <laughs> here cheers I need to appreciate a Whitney reference always <laughs> right I aim to please um no, but I, I mean, a couple of years ago, like, you know, growing up in high school and in college, like the only like gay people that were on TV were like Will and Grace, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like, like it needed guy. to. Queer eye, that's right. That like yeah. changed. That like, house, like started changing. RuPaul had a, a show back in the 90s on VH1. It was a late night mm-hmm. show, but it was a talk show with a drag queen. It was the yeah. first ever of that, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, now she's been, completely change oh. the face of television yeah. with drag race and like yeah. it like putting drag out into the forefront mm-hmm. like that was always something that was like taboo and people mm-hmm. didn't talk about it and but now it's just like now it had now the show RuPaul won an Emmy last year and this year yeah. nominated for eight yeah, I saw that. Nominations. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Amazing. Season nine. It's always been an amazing show. Yeah. Right. It has yeah. gotten better. It has gotten better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go but back and watch the early seasons now. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoo. <laughs> like, just the camera work inside. Yeah. Like, what is, like, it's just a different show. But it's yes. still a great show. It's still a great show. The concept is still there. <laughs> it's like they hired yeah. professionals this year. <laughs> like, <Come on>. Right? <laughs> oh, and Peppermint was on this last season. Do you know Peppermint Gummerbear? Uh, uh, yes, of course I know Peppermint. Uh, she's a friend of mine from New York City. Um, and she was on the show, and she was is yeah, the first she's like, out trans person who was, you know, went into the show being, uh, you know, outwardly identified as trans. And now uh-huh. she has a a documentary. I want to call it the Peppermint Project. Oh, sorry, Peppermint. Uh, <laughs> we got the fact check. I love yeah. Peppermint. Right. Um, and it's a documentary about her process. Um, of transitioning and I think it I think it was even started before RuPaul's Drag Race but I think they're going to include that experience and then what's happening for her after and I think they're trying to get it funded too so look for it check it out yeah that's awesome um well I I I know that uh we had kicked this off on Jay-Z and I'm going to kind of keep that Jay-Z uh path going but uh Kevin Project, Project, Project Pepper, Peppermint. Project Peppermint. I was Project right. Peppermint. Yes. There you mm-hmm. go. Look it up. It's really good. Um, so I'm going to keep the Jay-Z path going. Uh, how did you feel about the uh, usage of the N-word in the uh, OJ song? 
I thought the song was brilliant. I'm, I loved the song. I thought it was blunt, frank. Um, I think he is preaching knowledge to the people that need to hear it and yeah. in their vernacular. I agree. You know? I agree. I know I, I've heard arguments for, you know, both using the word and reclaiming it, that whole argument. And I've also heard that, you know, read articles about people saying that if you use it, you're ignoring the pain that the ancestors felt with the word and, and even people alive today who have, who have you know, been through that experience had the word used against them negatively. Um, and I mean, like I said, I come from the hood for lack of a better word. And we, we, we did sort of always embrace the word in a sort of reclaiming of the negativity and, and sort of, you, you sort of put it on as a little bit of a badge of honor slash term of endearment, sort of the same way that gay people call each other fag or bitch or girl kind of a thing. Um, and I, I, I'm for, you know, I understand both camps, but at the same time, ignoring the word and just never saying it is never going to take away the pain um, that the word has caused. So for me, I think, especially in Jay-Z's case in this song, where you're using it to preach knowledge and, you know, what's, what is the line? What's better than something, something? Credit. (laughs) I didn't grow up on that. I didn't grow up. I wasn't right, taught yeah. about having good credit growing yeah. up. You know, I had to work my credit, credit score yeah, up. Was, yeah. But, but, <laughs> so. Have you heard the OJ song? No, I haven't. Oh, it's you so, haven't? No. It's so good. But oh. he says, nigga, over nigga. and over. Well, it's like rich got nigga, on, poor uh, nigga, dark nigga, nigga night nigga. nigga. Yeah. Still nigga. You're still yeah. a nigga. You know right, what I mean? That's um, like the way the song goes. Still nigga. And the like, whole thing base, is based on the, the idea that OJ said, once said that he was not black, he was OJ. So yeah. that the thought that he was above race and that he achieved so much success that, that, that he it wasn't even like black right, anymore. It didn't yeah, matter. Right. And as we later found out, as soon as some things changed for him, he realized how black he actually was. Yep. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so, you know, as long as as long as there's a race conversation in this country, I think there's a place for that word. My yeah. bad. That's just and where it's I... Gonna, it's going to be like that for... I mean, look at, like, what we're going through with the, after the, the election and Trump now oh. being... Oh, that makes me <laughs> <laughs> And people are just... I feel like people are just, like, outwardly just racist now oh absolutely when they were before uh, yeah. they're emboldened and like yeah. somebody was ordering they, he was like can i get a nigger modello Ooh, right i was like uh okay i didn't i just walked away because i need my job and <laughs> 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 yeah. well it's called a negro modello that's like the correct way to say it not nigger modello which is what he said right yeah. yeah so i don't know like um I personally don't use the word. I was going to say, I've never heard you say it. Yeah, I I don't use the word. And I don't use it because I feel like if I use it and somebody uh, of, you know, mixed company uses the word around me, I, I don't have as much to go on to explain to them why they should not use the word. Yes, you do. Right. I was because you know what? There's nothing. F- I don't know. I hear you. I just I get like, there's nothing just, fair about it. Yeah, you can't right. say it. You and can't, I can. Right. There's nothing fair about that. I will admit that. Right. But there's the nothing. Time, but but that's the way it is. There's nothing fair about them. the fact that the word exists either. Yeah. Do you, and, do and you so, use it in regular vocabulary? You know what? N- not. I use it. 
I don't, I don't. I use it in closed circles. I'm not gonna lie. I right. I, 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 I don't walk company, around. Though, I, exactly. Right. I don't use it in mixed company. Like I'll be like, you talking to like that nigga, nigga, no. Nah. Like you know what I mean. You but, know. but I don't. I don't say it on stage. Oh, like, no, as a no, comedian, no, no, no. like yeah, I. But most people have never heard me say the word. That's I mean, but I say. feel like I would you know. depending on the room. <clears throat> exactly. And 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 close company. And but I hear what you're saying. It is tough to explain when people say, "Why can you say it and I can't?" And uh, and you say because that's the way it is. Because it's not okay for you because of the way it has been used yeah, for anyone who asks that is an history. asshole. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who needs to ask that question has a problem. Correct. <laughs> and that's the and that that's the best way I can think of to fight fight the problem. Yeah. The good news is they've outed themselves as an asshole. Correct. <laughs> like, yeah. But I, but the fact that like it's in such mainstream music like it's because I people myself, are like just, even if someone is singing to themselves on the phone I was I was like, you know, I had an example I was headphones in and my and little brother was like, telling me how he was, he was he was <laughs> <laughs> like, right are you gonna say it right he like saw these like girls in the car and like Beyonce's um I, I ain't sorry was uh, on and they were singing along to it and then you know she has nigga nah in the song and they were just they just said it singing it because it's Beyonce like I mean, I, I, but I, is, I, but I feel like it's one of those things you got to do it in the privacy of your own home if you're going to do it, white people. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, don't do it in front of other black people. And, and, <laughs> and that's the, the the point of art and music is to push the boundaries and to push the fact that that that's happening has conversations started about exactly. race and about the word. The fact that it's in art and music, you know, um, still shows how prevalent it is because. This is the hottest album that's out right now, and he has a song like nigga, 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 nigga. Exactly, <laughs> and and context like is important, especially in art. Context <laughs> in <laughs> Django. No, it is. A, it is. A, it's a phenomenal album. Like I haven't yeah, been able to put really it down. Like since like I started four, four, four. That like where he's like crying about Beyonce and like. Trying to get her back and like saying how sorry he is, like it's good. It's really good. Starting a lot of good conversations like this yes, one. Exactly. Yeah. Is that word like used a lot in Canada? No. No. Like Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know <laughs> I mean, <the> Canadian culture. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean certainly not among white people. I I, I mean may, maybe black people use it sometimes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a really it's a different history there. I mean it's still yeah. not like there's still a lot of things not to be proud of in Canadian history, but it's very different. It's yeah, we like it's just really different. I would say, and and yeah, we we don't use that word. We also don't say retarded at all in Canada. It, like it's a bad word. You don't say it. Yeah. Sorry for saying it at all right now. Okay. I, 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 I hate saying it. When I, I moved down here like ten years ago, and uh, I heard it on the news, and I was like. <laughs> I jumped back. I was like, you can't do Who's, that. Who's, yeah. You heard it on the news? Yeah, it was like on, I don't know, like CNN or something. It probably was Fox, let's be honest. Like, oh, <laughs> it was probably Fox. Trump. Who's right? yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was an interview with Donald Trump and I forgot. But yeah, I don't know. It was, it, yeah, it's different. No, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe a little bit. Uh, but again, like black people, mostly, to my knowledge. Yeah. Actually, you know what? My little cousins who are... I, I don't know if I should tell this story. <laughs> don't name Good, them. Right, exactly. I, uh, s- someone in my family once said it uh, when they were a little kid, and I stopped them and said, you can't say that. And and it was, th- and they loved Oprah. And I was like, 
sit down. (laughs) They lived in the middle of nowhere. They'd never met anyone of color and and i remember that really clearly because i remember being like you can't do that (laughs) yeah and and just uh but so i guess yeah probably in rural canada it's probably the same i mean to a certain degree at least yeah and it it was again that they just never met anyone of color anyone you know it was and i was just like this is what i i was honestly just like you like oprah right yeah that was the conversation i was 12 it was like this is the best (laughs) (laughs) but they were like yes (laughs) do that um, so, yeah, actually, yeah, I guess they do. Um, well, I kind of feel like there's just an oddness of rural people to begin with because it's just so homogeneous. Yeah. And, um, like, I went to college in New Hampshire, and so uh, there was there was not a lot of diversity there at all. And I was in a grocery store, and I remember this kid was probably, I'm not good with kid ages, but I'm going to say the kid was probably three to five years old. And I'm online behind him and his, his mom, and... He turns around and he looks at me and he just like grabs his face and then he runs over to me and licks my hand, goes back to his mom and says, she doesn't taste like chocolate. (gasps) Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, and I just, I, I can't say anything to this like three to five year old. And I just looked at the mom like, you are the biggest piece of shit on the planet. <laughs> right, like, because yeah. that's a parent thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. You know that there's people of color everywhere. Like, just because you don't live around them doesn't mean that there's, you don't have the internet, you don't have TV, you can teach your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like. Not I, to stare. It's like, I never, like, people, ran up to, like, a white person people. and been like, oh, you don't taste like lemon ice. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's that song, You Got to Be Taught. Yeah. You got to be carefully taught, you know, to yeah. hate and fear. You got to be taught from year to year. You've got to be taught for your seven or eight and, um, to hate the people who look different than you. Yeah, you have, you have to learn it from somewhere, and that's really telling. Yeah. Billy Porter does a great co- cover of that, by the way, on his latest album. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Featuring India Irene now. Kevin's just dropping all the plugs. I you know. oh, <laughs> love it. Yeah, are there so, any other companies you want to plug? Right <laughs> <there>? <laughs> he got his teeth covered. He got his show covered. I want my hygienist. Covered. My dental hygienist is seeing the show tonight. Actually, <laughs> 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 give him a free cleaning right? and a um, whitening. Yeah, yeah, and a whitening. <laughs> I'll take one too. Um, so now, uh, Emily, w- do you think that we're ever gonna have clean water? Wait, what? Um, well, I, I think New York has clean water. Um, I guess I was... Uh, oh, yeah. So when we were talking about, like, things to talk about in the show, I, one of the things that we were saying, like, maybe... Uh, or, like, I guess you you had mentioned, like, uh, things that we feel like aren't talked about enough. And, right. And I think Flint, Michigan is obviously a big thing, which is... I, I, was, I went kind of on a deep dive about, like, what happened in Flint. And they're actually... They're not supposed to drink their water until 2020. It sounds wow. like they're talking about abandoning the city and it, uh, or maybe not or and living there until 2020 and boiling their water. Either way is insane. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess I, was, I, I don't know. I was just sort of like as things we could all talk about, like clean water. Fracking is a thing in rural communities. They come in, yeah. and offer you a bunch of money to dig for oil, basically on your land. And then the water is ruined. And that's incredibly awful. That's <laughs> Well, there's also a lot of reservations in like the Midwest and the, yeah. the West and that the they have no one. running water and they're water is tainted and um yeah yeah Yeah. and and so uh 
there's a, a, a tribe I was watching a documentary about that actually once a month has clean water like brought to them via truck and it's like a barrel. They give them a barrel of water for a month. Wow. And what? they have to drink and conserve this water because they literally have one clean barrel of water per month. And then the next month, then they'll get another barrel of water. And this is 2017. Right. Like, and, that's, and so that's exactly what I was thinking is, what are we doing? We live in this incredibly wealthy country. Or, you know, and same thing again with, you know, who cares? We're, like, yeah. We're making the rich richer. Yeah. yeah. We're taking steps to, to protect corporations and the oil companies and the insurance companies and the millionaires and billionaires in our country yeah. um, to fatten their pockets on the backs of everybody else. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're doing. Exactly. But it's just... Capitalism at its worst. It's astonishing worst. to me that, like, you know, like, it, you'll have, like, First Nation people that literally have third world conditions. They... Not even, like... They don't have clean water. Like Flint, Michigan, they don't have clean water, but they have plumbing. Yeah. These people don't have clean water or plumbing. So it's like this, like this is the water that you cook with. This is the water you drink with. This is the water you bathe with. Right. And one barrel, one barrel lasts one month. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's astonishing. Um, I, I, I don't know how many gallons are in a barrel but I'm assuming maybe it's like um, it, it could be like a uh, hundred gallons but like a hundred gallons like how m- like no oh that's what you said <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you said <laughs> I was like wait as <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on oh, that I, note, I yeah. think I need to go. Okay, so Kevin, before you go, uh, where can everyone see you? Where can everyone catch you on social media? Um, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Kevin Smith Kirkwood. My website is kevinsmithkirkwood.com. Um, also, come see Kinky Boots eight times a week. Currently starring Panic at the Disco star Brendan Urie, um, who's killing it. And um, check out classic whitney alive july 31st 9 30 p.m at joe's pub get your tickets before they sell out either on my website or the joe's pub website you will not be disappointed i guarantee and you're gonna see uh rodney and i there because we're oh, gonna yeah. come we and support yeah, we'll give, we thank you for the love we'll give you a good one yeah you guys thanks for having me thanks for doing awesome the show. what a pleasure you. to meet you, nice to meet you. Yeah. all right bye kevin Kill it tonight. I <laughs> know. Uh, break a leg. Break all the legs. Break a leg. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's very very strange to just like think that that's the society that we're we're living in right now. Yeah. Um, so we're actually we're gonna take a little bit of a break. And Emily, you're more than welcome to stay for the next segment if you don't have anything to do. Um, but <laughs> if you, that's oh, great. What a busy that's lady I am. <laughs> you know, On Friday night, New York city. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. We've got beer for you. Um, but before yeah, we, boy. yeah, boy. Um, <laughs> but before we wrap this segment up, I also want you to tell all the folks, where can they follow you on social media? When's your next show? Like how, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. Um, I have, my website is Emily dash Duncan.com. Um, my Twitter is at M Dunkaroo. 
Uh, and the next thing I'm doing, I'm doing stand-up this Sunday at uh, Pure Harbor House uh, at a show called Salon. Uh, and then I've got my show Pluto is Missing running at the pit every Sunday this fall, um, which will be an exciting, family-friendly, scientific romp. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Awesome. Uh, Rodna Daniels. Uh, my next show is August 9th, unless I'm, uh, yeah, at uh, Broadway Comedy Club downstairs. <laughs> um, you can uh, catch me at Our Shrunken Head the first Saturday of every month for merriment and mortification. Follow the show at Twitter on Big Talk and Brew. Follow me on Twitter at Marissa Smith. This is Big Talk and Brewskies. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be right back. Come back. We'll see you in a minute. Oh, y'all. 
talking brewskis Marissa Smith is who you see What a cooler combo in here Crack a cold while we're on the air Big talking brewskis Marissa Smith is who you see What a cooler combo in here Crack a cold while we're on the air Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing Any subject, we never dismiss Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith Comedy, sex, relationships, war Any subject, we got it in store Big talking brewskis is coming in live Crack when open, Marissa has arrived Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith Hey guys, welcome back to Big Talkin' Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith. We've got Rodney Daniels with us. What's up, guys? I'm Rodney Daniels. Happy Friday. We've got Emily Duncan with us. And we have Corey Rapone with us. Hello, the internet. (laughs) So, uh, Corey, how was your week? Uh, It was fine. Do you want more than that? (laughs) Or is that acceptable? Uh, Is it acceptable to you? Um... I don't know. It was just a shitty week at work, so yeah. I don't know if you guys want to get into the specifics of uh, working with computers or not. But a lot of meetings, crash. yeah, a lot of meetings. Actually, more problems with like meetings and just general office bullshit than actual oh. work. Okay, you guys know how it goes. You do, uh, don't actually do your job that much. You just have to go to meetings all the time and be on conference calls oh, and pretend well, like you care. Then you had to have a meeting about a meeting that you're going to yes. have. Yes, yeah, I do. And then when they didn't lot. understand things in the first meeting, you have to have a second meeting. Right, and then you have the final meeting that explains what was in the first meeting and I, the second meeting. If only there were a final meeting, yeah. wouldn't that be great? I, I'm I the know, one that right? puts this, the, <laughs> the spreadsheets together that that ties in all the meetings. That sounds like literally the worst job I've ever heard of in my entire uh, life. Yeah, just been, like, your job is spreadsheets gonna... and meetings. Uh, yeah, I, he look up my life away That's <laughs> and pivot at, at the same time. Can you at least make sure, like, <laughs> does that? Talking? Can you just pretend it's taking longer to do the spreadsheet so you can like actually go do other fun things? Well, that's why I pivot, and then I like basically what I do. And don't listen to me right now. Uh, <laughs> Her so boss. What I do is is that I I set up a, a a spreadsheet that I can just do a V lookup to refresh my pivot and just updates all the data. So something that would take me hours. So you, so you, you you didn't tell them that you've automated the thing you do, right? But you have. <laughs> yes. So it takes way less time, but they don't know that it takes way less time. Exactly. So Good for you. Hang out more. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the story? There was a guy that had uh, some computer job. I think it was like a programming job or something, and he outsourced his work to China. So he did nothing. Like he outsourced it for pennies on the dollar, and then I think after maybe six years. They caught him and fired what? him. But wow. Six, six years? years? Yeah. I could have done that for six years and I worked. <laughs> right. I, I, you know? I worked my job. Work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, exactly. right. That immigrant labor is out there. Utilize it. While Wait, it's still... You should have got a promotion for that, I feel I like. Mean, I, I think, right? yes. Yeah. If you're Clearly. that smart... If you're like, that smart... Give him a better job. Yeah, yeah. You, need, you need to be like right. That's, that's He's clearly <laughs> managing the dude doing his job, so like just let him manage other people, right? Because yeah. clearly he's smart. I'd put that on my resume. I like, would just proudly. replace him with the Chinese people. He's <laughs> right, exactly. Middleman. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they're right. already doing the work and they're doing it well enough to like pass muster. I mean, they like, made macros for a reason, but right. you know, uh, I don't know. 
It's, wow, it's, yes, I'm glad I don't work in an office now. It's whatever. It's fine. Fluorescent I mean, lights and cubicles. Yeah. I've been out of an office for less than two weeks, and I'm like, what is all this? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, uh, just drinks taste better, and yeah, like the I'm air so just smells <laughs> nice. I wake up like smiling. Oh. I imagine yeah. it's like, I still you know, wake up grouchy, but <laughs> like in the, the Disney mornings. movies with like the princesses and all the birds around, like just fluttering when they're in the morning. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what it would be like. Yeah, it, it is. It's like, what is <laughs> this bluebird doing on my shoulder? God, I wish <laughs> I could do that, but but you don't have yeah. to deal with people though. That's the only thing. I'm a yeah. I'm, a, the, I'm a waiter, yeah. so like, oh god, yeah, oh, god. yeah. I would just murder all of the people. You have to like existed. just smile. It's like we, we <laughs> my, yeah. my, my wife and I watch a lot of the. Uh, the, like real estate shows, so okay. like million dollar. Oh listing, my god! Those shows. Obsessed. Yeah, so big fan. Yeah, but literally every time they're dealing with like a client or a seller or a buyer or like whatever, I I I would I would murder people in that situation because yep. just they have to like keep it calm when other people are insane, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine doing. Yep, that. especially like. Yeah, I got fifteen tables going, and but you want me to explain That's, to you what like fucking yeah? What's this? What's your best tequila, motherfucker? <laughs> we got twenty of them. Pick, pick one. Tequila. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like forty. It's like forty tequilas. That's the most expensive. That one's the exactly best. right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, right, clearly you can tell if it's better because it's priced differently. Like right. if you like have for, to ask the price, I, you I will tell afford. you what our best tequila right. is. If you can explain to me how they make tequila. Then I will do that, but otherwise you don't know enough. So which, who cares? Which I know that because I had to sit through like sure the tequila tastings and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do not know that. which is great. Bobby, yeah. But I, I dude, I don't have time to explain that to you because I have fifteen other fucking tables. Yeah, I yeah. hate people that tequila. pretend to be right. about stuff. Empirically, is there a best tequila? There's just different flavors and there's different types. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. pick one. Right. <laughs> if you are and then they'll go. I want Cuevo. Tell the difference. We don't carry Cuevo. Just, just. Pick <laughs> your, just That's pick the shittiest tequila ever. We don't carry. Your favorite like. 1980s rock star, and then whatever tequila he's selling. That's the one that you right. I, just, yeah. I like the tables. They just say, "Hey, pick something for me. What's the best thing on the menu? Pick it." All right, great. Boom. That's usually what I like to go with. Like that, you're so, smart. So that's the way night, you do it. Last night, my wife and I went to a Greek restaurant, and I got lamb, which I don't eat a lot. That when it's not out of a cart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So the guy was like, "How how do you want this cooked?" And I was like, "How however it should be cooked, like whatever temperature that is. That's how I want you to cook it. I'm not going to put any extra bullshit on it. Like just you know better than me, probably." So do it yes. that way. Or when people just want to change the stupidest shit, like Parmesan crusted chicken. Can I get that without cheese? Mm. <laughs> bitch, you just want a chicken breast? Like, <laughs> that's what that is. They coat the chicken breast in cheese, bitch. Like, I, I that's used to what actually, it's called. Um, whenever we would, I, I, I never really drank wine a lot, and my wife loves wine. Her family also loves wine. So I've started to like slowly work into wine. But I was drinking like, Pretty much the sweetest wines that you could get, as like Ooh, a rose into it. Like yeah, no, like there, there's, there's literally no, a like company port. called uh, Cupcake or Cupcake Wine. Yeah, oh, yeah Cupcake yeah, Wine. Yeah. So I, I would get the red velvet, <laughs> <cupcake wine. laughs> and, which is like the sweetest stuff. But I would go into restaurants and I would say, "What? Give me the wine that if you could legally give a child wine, like give me." <laughs> You see my like, reaction right now. If I was your waiter, I'd be like, "Kool Aid of wine." Yeah, just <laughs> give me whatever that is. Like, you will not believe 
Absolutely. Yeah. fucking lootly. There should be like a microphone like, like that's at that little computer that's like at every restaurant. Just you can hear. That would like, honestly make a great TV show. That would watch. be a great TV yeah. show. Because yeah, because. Uh, yeah, that's probably because I, I walk you're like, away. Like, oh, okay, yeah, great. I got this fucking bitch. Like, like, some of the you know what this bitch like, just asked me? She wants the Kool Aid of wine. But yeah, no, that's uh, so. Now, what kind of wines does your wife and your fa- and her family drink? Are they like? Well, my wife uh, is. She she knows a lot more about wine, so she's like very seasonal. Like now, she's drinking white wines and stuff. Ooh, she drinks, I like her already. <laughs> she's, she's amazing. In case she's listening, yeah. uh, she, like but she dr- likes very dry wines, like very sort of I guess more tart. Okay, like mm-hmm. I don't know like the words you use to describe yeah. wines, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, like more adult wines. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. and I'm slowly working my way in, but That's just sweet. like just red wines, I can't do white wines. I don't know. It just you don't like white wines. I just I've tried. White wines are like the way to get into wines. Actually, have you had like a moscato? I, I it's like couldn't. Sweet. It's super you, sweet. You paid me a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell you why that's different than any other wine. I feel oh, like wow. you're gonna like. If you don't like white wine, but you like sweet wines, I think you should try a Riesling because it's oh, like yeah. our, a Riesling yeah. is is. Like, that's actually a good. That's a good. And yeah, yeah. I drink some wine. Um, oh yeah, no, one, one you time I saw you earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah rosé. Yeah, yeah. rosé. Yeah. Wine tasting. Rosé all day. That's the, we're in rosé <laughs> all day. Yeah, right. Rose all day. Yeah, we're in rosé season right now. Um, but yeah, like, we've been out I like the idea yeah. of the person who like doesn't name the actual seasons. It's just the type of wine. Like that's how they're living their life. Yeah. They're not like it's summer. They're like no, it's rosé season. Yeah. Rosé all day. Uh, but like a Riesling is like a German uh, dessert wine, okay. so yes. it's like it's very sweet and it's like almost like uh, like a Italian aperitif, which would be also very sweet. Like some and uh, Spanish like Portos, if you like red and sweet, like Portos are very sweet. Yeah, um, Port Portos are really yeah. Probably what you should be talking. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to memorize. Yeah, the look on your yeah. face is like, like this like, is a collection of words that you're right. hearing for the first I, well, time. Well, I have to say, so I was before uh, before the break, I was sitting there for like five minutes maybe, and uh, you guys were talking about some heavy stuff, and I don't have a lot of knowledge that I'm bringing to the table. Topic, <laughs> so now you come in and we're talking about wine. Some really uh, misinformed uh, opinions. <laughs> this worked out really well because one of the things that I pitched was, does anybody actually like white wine? <laughs> yeah. That, no. perfect. Right. I even... Yeah. I, no, I mean, I, I love wine. It's, I'm like your wife, like where it's like seasonal. Like I like mm-hmm. white wines in the summer and I like red wines in the fall and winter. That's nice. Yeah. I Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm that guy that I know. Well, you know, I would do it for work. So like, it's like I, I, I'll do white wine in the summer, but then like in like, you know, non-summer seasons, I'll only pair it with my food. Like, so if I'm having like a fish or a pork or something like that, or a chicken, then I'll have like a white wine. I love it. red wine though. Like, and I always like pair. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah, that's like, yeah. I'll, I'll drink yeah. red wine until I absolutely can't. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Until you pass out. right, and then well, you wake in up in terms of quantity and in terms of like like pairing yeah. food. Like, like, yeah, that's the best way to I've ever heard alcoholism explained. <laughs> yeah. I drink red wine until I can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Do you drink box wine? 
Uh, no, but I'd be interested if you know any good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, ones. don't judge box wine by well, boxes. Exactly. It's, it's, they're it's they're really good. There are some good ones. ones. I just sort yeah. of avoided it blanket because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Vinvolt is a really good uh, red uh, box wine. And they have, like, an amazing Cabernet. And it's, like, like a, like a lot. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it has, like, the, the, like, the dark fruit notes. It's got, like, the chocolate notes. And it's got, like, like almost, like, a leathery note into it. And, like, Vinvault, like, I, I for, like, a box wine, it's, like, when you, you look at it, you're just, like, um, this is a wine in a box. I'm not from a trailer park. But then when you taste it, you're just don't like... Don't be judging people oh, that drink wine in boxes. Right. Send me Vinvolt. <laughs> I love them all. Please send the show some wine and we'll try it out. 100%. It'll be Absolutely. big wine and... and, and, and like, big wine and brewskis. <laughs> and brewskis. <laughs> um, black box is really good, too. I've never had a black box. Black box wine is really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, also, uh, in in box form, they have uh, the Lab, which is a Portuguese red wine. Ooh. And um, that that's like also one of my favorite wines that's red in a box. Because uh-huh. I, I, I believe in quantity and quality at the same time. See, that's the whole thing. <laughs> is that, like, you deserve it. I could you know. take down a big-ass like bottle, though. So that's like why I'm like, okay, let me just get a box. Call I just day. don't like going to the store. <laughs> right. That's fair. Especially in New York because you can't. Bring like a lot of stuff back with you, so you gotta you gotta make yeah. it count. It's like you gotta I, make I don't it count, right? Extra trips. It's just like you know something. This box will last me like two weeks. I'm good. And is it just me, or is it like every because it's like a liquor and wine store specifically in New York? It's like packed to the brim with like alcohol, and like you just walk in and you're just like, oh, oh shit! What am I gonna pick? <laughs> 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 I got prices. I got you know. It's so it's wide. It's like different regions and that's what I really too much do. selection. That's the problem, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I really envy alcoholics because they just have their like one brand of like whatever they get every day. Yeah, super easy, man. Yeah, just walk in, get a fifth or whatever, and then go ruin their lives. It's yeah, great. yeah. No. Problem. I'm functioning, so like I like to taste different things. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a lot of vodka last night. Let me do this instead. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. like to mix it up. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, I like to mix it up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Corey. Yes. Uh, do you feel like you have a lot of anger issues? This, by the way, I know that you had sent us uh, asking for topics, but that was very Byron Allen. Like, <laughs> when he's like, uh, the comic has a joke about uh, roller coasters or whatever, and he's like, so, I hear you like roller coasters, just apropos of nothing. Yes, I'm a very angry person. Let's go. And I will say Byron Allen is also one of the highest paid comics on television. Uh, is he a comedian, though? Uh, I think he just... Ha, ha, did he ever do comedy? I legitimately don't know. He might have been, like, one of those dudes uh, in the 80s that, like, did comedy in L.A. for, like, two years and then found a, another route. I don't know. Um. So, I, I, I think that he would self-identify as being a comedian. <laughs> That's the Is nicest that a, way of putting it. <laughs> I know so many people in New York that would self-identify as being comedians. Comedian, yeah, you know, everyone has their own truth. Unfortunately, I think we're finding that out a lot politically uh, that everybody has their own truth. Um, there we go. <laughs> there we go. We're making. We're making. <laughs> 
I was also super pumped yeah, when I came boy. in the room and there was the air horn played at some point. I was yeah. like, yes, they have the air horn. Yeah. Just made me feel <laughs> nice yes. and, and, and good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> double air horn. Now, just every time I talk, she's just going to do the air horn. There we go. All right. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Aren't, well, aren't you Why do you like you're an angry person? Uh, I'm, to- I'm, a, I'm a psycho. I'm a fucking totally angry yeah, psycho. Boy. Do you be pushing motherfuckers it. down in the subway and stuff? Like, I mean, I am <laughs> not, well, not I to that degree. But his Facebook at all, but his Facebook <laughs> definitely reads like a serial killer. But I'm just saying. I'm a, I'm 100%. Of milk he drank? I'm surprised. <laughs> and the kinds of teat it came from. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 100% surprised I've never gotten into a fight in New York. Like I should, oh. I should have gotten into all of the. Fights. I love watching fights in New York. It's so great. Like my my mom came to visit very recently, and I, you know, how you just get in a, a mode. Like we were, we were like taking walk walking my dog and stuff, and we we're like talking about some stuff. And so I started telling her about some of my uh, just lesser psycho moments, and then I just saw her opinion of me change, and she was like, "Oh, I didn't know that that was what I raised as a human being." And I was like, was oh, oh yeah, our, our relationship changed. <laughs> I think. Uh, and that wasn't even like the craziest stuff. <laughs> Your mom doesn't point, like you that's anymore. Really her fault because she should have done a better job. I 100% agree with you. But oh. I don't know that oh. she would agree with you. Uh, I mean, well, I feel like as a kid, you have like a personality. Like if you're like mad as a kid, you might be like mad as I was like, so mad as a kid. Yeah. Like, and we you're we, like a mad baby. Like we had we had the I was a mad baby. <laughs> like. Yeah, now you're like, these motherfuckers. I don't know all babies are mad. No, some babies are really sweet. I don't think all babies are mad. Exactly. Well, then why are they screaming all the time? Not all of them are always screaming. So, I mean, it depends, like, they all have their different personalities. I've never met a baby that didn't scream. (laughs) If you had shit in your pants and you did not have the ability to change your pants, you would scream. Right, exactly, because that's, like, their only way of communicating. Like, at a certain point, they all scream. But some babies just scream just to be screaming. Or, like, they'll be like... Like are just like hold their breath until like they pass out. They do that. Well, then they'd stop kids. screaming. That's okay. They, they would, <laughs> right? I mean, that's one way to take care of it. <laughs> yeah, just let him pass out again. Right. So I'm like, like you were a mad baby like already. Like you're a mad kid, mad baby. I was, I was, like, was a mad kid. There wasn't are your mom's. You, are you guys not? She knew that. You guys have anger, right? Like you like. Oh no, I have anger. Yeah. When you get like, how do you deal but with I your anger though? Anger. I've had. Do you just therapy. let it go? I go to therapy. He knows I'm a psycho. Like, n- no, I yell but at like I on the learned. subway. That's how I took care of it. <laughs> I have a lot of like, sex. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, that's like, the one way to get out. That's like get that gets some like you know my anxiety. <laughs> so you just like you just like fucking take it. You're just like one of oh. those who's like you motherfucker. <laughs> just get it out. Yeah, suck All right. dick. There you go. <laughs> I mean, look, you know. So like, <laughs> have you, do you scare people while having sex with them? Are they like, Jesus Christ, I didn't sign up for oh, that at all? <laughs> I, I have scared a couple motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I try to channel my anger. So, like, I'm, uh, so, like, for the most part, I feel like I'm very, like, uh, level and even and a lot of people just kind of like you've known me for like a a, a while and yeah. i don't really i don't no, I've have never seen you like get back mad like that like yeah and you'll look at a motherfucker funny yeah but <laughs> like when i get that like um so i try to release regular anger and channel that into things that are um 
constructive. So like, uh, you know, like I'll channel that anger into like stand up or something like that. Cause I feel like if you're happy, you really never get into a, like a sweet spot of comedy. Cause like nothing's funny when you're happy. You're just like, ah, oh, everything is great. What's funny about this? Definitely need the range of emotions. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I try to like channel that like angsty anger into like comedy but then, like, I do get um, really, like, rage-driven where I can, like, kind of get, like, blackout rage. Like, I'm 100% really? sober, but, like, I will be so angry that I will do and say things that, like, I will not remember. Yeah, yeah. Have, have, have you ever punched a wall? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I've punched a refrigerator, an oven. Okay. Uh, you know, I've jumped on a hood of a car. Uh, you know, like I can totally, I can do a blackout rage. Yeah. I, I didn't. The I didn't. Subway train once. I was never oh, going to win that go. battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not when you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect to relate to anybody on the anger thing, but we're coming. Punching, yeah. uh, like, punching I, things. I, I do have you? Things. Okay. Have you ever? Uh, I'll just tell you what I did, and then you can tell me if you've done anything similar. I got, uh, I was in line for a bus, because uh, I live in New Jersey now, so I was on, in line for a New Jersey transit bus, and I was like 20 people from the entrance uh, where you like leave to go, or I guess the exit to where you leave to get on the bus, and two 20-something year olds, I saw them cut line, so I started to yell at the people that allowed them to cut line, I was mm-hmm. like, you dumb pieces of shit, you're just going to let these fucking people cut line? And they were kind of like shrugged their shoulders. They're like, I don't know what to do. So we all got on the bus. And I found out. In my hood, we call them pussies. But go on. Okay. So what I did is I got on the bus. And I found out that there were seats in front of the people to cut the line. So I sat right in front of them. And I turned around. And I told them to go fuck themselves until they got off the bus. Uh, Anything like that? Wow. I will definitely say. Until they got off the bus? Yes. Like, Wow. So I, I will say that I, I've been in a situation where somebody has let them, uh, someone cut a line, and then I will go to the people that let them cut and be like, well, we didn't let them cut, and then I will curse both the cutees and the cutters out. But usually at that point, that situation will fix itself. I've never had the situation where I've gotten to either. This happens normally on an ATM machine, but <laughs> um, you know, like where it's someone, it's like a long line. I'm like, listen, you fucking pussy. This machine could possibly run out of cash. I've been standing here for like how long? You're just gonna let these motherfuckers cut in front of you? Well, I'm not a fucking bitch. I'm not letting them cut in front of me. I didn't say you could cut in front of me. You need to at least get behind my fucking ass. And so, like, I have had that kind of situation. But usually by the time I, I, I vocalize my opinion, um, they will at least get to behind me on the line. So I've never had to, like, curse somebody out of a bus. But <laughs> I, I'm just, I wish I was sitting next to the... Oh, the other side. Like, Everybody's super uncomfortable. Yeah. Very like, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. also the. Uh, I wish motherfucker would. This is probably this is probably <laughs> relatable uh, to you guys. So you know, in the morning, especially like when the doors open, everybody knows the doors are going to open at this spot. So we all stand to the side of the doors, allow people to leave, then we go in the bus. Everybody's. It's a shitty morning, whatever. So uh, I was doing that, allowing people to, to walk out. 
And then this chick, like, darted in ahead of, like, everybody. And that pissed me off so much. I was like, you're going to fucking cut in front of all these goddamn people. And she gave me this shit-eating grin. Like, she knew exactly what the fuck she was doing. And then I just yelled. (laughs) I yelled, I hope you die in a fucking car fire, you dumb cunt. And everybody, thank you. Everybody in the on the train was very uncomfortable. Wow! See, now, you hip check that bitch before she gets into the train. Right, right, right. That's that's because like I am I I'm allowed know. to do that? I never I, I never say anything. I was like oh I don't right I don't up against know. like a book bag the other day, and I just wanted to be like motherfucker, take your book bag off. Like, Tell them so they're like, but I don't, I don't. So I don't. now if you, I can't. And then when I'm in the ride, I take out all my anger from everything, except if I'm doing it like I, I like to channel it mostly into comedy, but if I've got some built up if someone's like I'm just scared of getting punched like, in the face so now here's my cure-all for all of that yeah. when you're it's when like, you're having a, like somebody like that's doing some fucked up shit but you don't want to actually tell them about themselves I just call um, I call this move tuberculosis and you're just <laughs> 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 They will move. They will, and they're, like, and it's just like what. And you just look at them like straight, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, That's I'm what like I'm scared almost of. Three years and counting, and I still have my face. Um, <laughs> so, I just use my elbows. I like. I get people as I go by, kind of thing. Like, so it might be an accident, but it's not. But like, <laughs> I usually have like a book bag or a purse. But then, like, in one of those things where like somebody's like jumping in front of me, I definitely like hit him like oh, with yeah. like a hip check with the purse yeah and then they're like oh and i'm like oh i'm sorry were you behind me and they're just like uh, uh. i like them to know what they did i i like don't, and not just you're think so you're an serious asshole. right now <laughs> no they need to know what they did one thing one thing i will do physically that i th- this bothers me every every time if i'm going downstairs and a train lets out and then there's like a rush of people going upstairs i always make sure i'm all the way to the right yeah, because yeah. that's what you're supposed yeah, to be. But then to. they will come up, and then there's Some no space for me. Always so what up. I do is I just drop the shoulder, and I'm walking through everybody, <laughs> like boom, 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 fucking shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. I'll take out everybody going downstairs. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah. if that's your fucking train too. Like, yeah, yeah. you're, 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 you're at train, where you want to fucking yeah. be at, uh, motherfucker. That's, that's like, I will yell at you about. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, or I'll walk away just like fucking shit. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a crazy person cursing <laughs> on the platform. Oh, <laughs> fuck, fuck, right? I do yeah. what I call a drive-by lecture on escalators, which is if people stand across. I walk. We were them, talking about this on another show. I start talking at the beginning, and by the time I'm past them, I've educated them on what they're supposed to do. Right. Yeah, no, I have and done I that. And I go, I've, okay. I've been like, <laughs> when people don't, everybody knows you're supposed to like stand on the right and people like want to walk on the left. And like, then some motherfucker stands and I've like yelled down, like, hey, fucking move. Like, because <laughs> people, we yeah. gotta go. I got, I got, got shit I gotta do. Yes, you're just standing yeah. there chilling. Yeah. Go stand on the right That's side, right. motherfucker. Better if it's like a packed train and people won't get out of the way so you can leave the train. It's uh. like, 
we can do this one of two ways. Either I'm going to push you get out of my way, or I'm, right. I'm getting off this train, like, one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, if people just don't move, then I just plow through them. But We probably yeah. just lost everybody that doesn't live in New York City right now on this show. Why are you all so angry? If, if you're, like, <laughs> look, if you're, if you're, cars. if you're out there, and you, if you're out there, and you do not live in New York City, and you think, hey, I'm a psycho, move to New York City. It's a perfect place to be You'll if you're a crazy person. Yeah. yeah, and also, if you don't live in New York City and you're listening to this show, here's a little lesson: um, on the escalator, you're <laughs> supposed to stand on the right and walk on the left. It'll save you so much grief if you do that. Yeah. You're going to get yelled at so much less, and you'll walk away like, wow, New Yorkers are nice. <laughs> yeah. When, like, going up and down the stairs and in the subway. Stairs. Yeah, yeah. Always stay to the right. You stay to the fucking rules, right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Pass on the it's line. pretty simple, I think. <laughs> fucking heathen it, bastards. Or just, uh, <laughs> Goddamn uh, on your fucking phone, standing like there, and just stop tourists. for no goddamn reason. Wait, so I like, <laughs> 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 like, tourists... Like, you gotta be the change you wanna see in the world, so we have to start mugging them ourselves so that they'll go away. <laughs> we got too many. We got too many of them. We got, like, right, because all of a sudden now New York's safe and people are coming here. <laughs> hey, New York's too safe. We gotta start yeah. yelling at people and scaring them a little. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do feel like, because I'm, I'm not from New York, I was not born here. I, I moved here uh, as a grown ass adult. And, Me too. But I feel like I'm, I'm hurting the reputation of New York City. Like, whenever tourists are like, everybody in New York is a bad person. Like I'm the one that's no. You're doing. doing you're it. doing God's work. <laughs> well, where are I'm you alone. originally from? Uh, I was born in Louisiana. I moved here from Tennessee. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Southern. Yeah. I uh, so like I'm from like Westchester County, so I'm like a New Yorker, but I'm not like a city New Yorker. I'm okay. You, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. from like a half hour north. How but. are the just um like as far as attitudes and like how people deal with each other? How different is it? So, New uh, Yonkers is the third largest city in New York State. Okay. So, it's a city, but also it kind of feels like a small town. So, like, if I go into, like, a strip club in my town, like, people I went to elementary school will be on the stage, and people that I went to elementary school will be drinking a beer. Like, so it's that kind of, I love like, that that's your example, your first example. If I like, go into <laughs> a strip club. Like, that's small town to me. It's like if you go to, like, a small town and, like, it's not, like, yeah, like, you could go to a diner and, like, you're probably going to, if you're in a small town in a diner, the same lady that was serving you when you were seven is probably going to be serving you when you're 27. But I feel like if you're, like, small town, like, you go into a strip club, it's, like, people that are your age are probably going to still be there. And you know, like the DJ that's might like the have been present. Like yeah, like the your South is definitely yeah. Like the that. South is very similar. People yeah. just never leave. The Midwest we, is like that too. Like where people just from? like don't leave. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. like the, the difference is is that like we're still a half hour away from the city, and you guys clearly were not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like, that, yeah. that is weird to me because I noticed. What what like are you close to like New Orleans or no? It's uh, I was born in Lake Charles, which is like thirty miles from Houston, Texas. So like on oh, the okay. very like west that, side like, okay. of side. Louisiana. Okay, yeah. Um, but I I had a train of thought. Like, uh, yeah, it was, it was something you. It was about like, strip clubs and townies. Probably strip clubs <laughs> and townies. Um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was going to come back. Sorry, guys. Sorry, it's, all the listeners. It's it's, it's fine. No, you're, so you're, talking you're, about dimension getting old. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, what are your thoughts on 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 aging? 
it's I mean it's not good 100% your 30s is a real mixed bag too so I'm, I'm about to turn 37 and that was a good year <laughs> what 1937 no when I Hitler was in power was a good year um that was uh, uh oh you you already kind of said I don't want to I, I was going to ask when you were born but I don't know if that's I'm not going to tell you but I'll okay. tell you I All had right. a good time when Fair. I was 37 wait that's what okay. you're saying is that 37 <laughs> right, yeah, was a okay, good year for okay. her we want man I, it took me so <laughs> long it took me so long to figure out what you were talking about I am yeah yeah no I'm in my 30s okay alright well. <laughs> are you are you like super flattered though? Huh? That, are you super flattered? Yeah, that was great. Thank you. You should be flattered. <laughs> yeah, I told. I told. Thank you. Are you? Yeah, you're like thanks. It's like, not. Yeah. Although the the thing I well, you said two, so I wasn't sure yeah. what else we were talking. The thing I have 100 percent noticed is that yeah, the 30s super mixed bag depending on like who is really gonna age the most the quickest. And who it's like kind of an okay physical decade for. Right. Because I've seen people that are my age and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you look like you might be 50 years old. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So it really hits. It hits some people super hard, but other people they do are not doing all right. They do moisturizer. Is that is that the key? Do you it's, think you know it's hydration and and moisturizers and not staying out in the sun. It's like yeah, probably not smoking. Also, I think I <laughs> smoke like a chimney. I oh, I didn't know you, you smoke. Okay. Yeah, I drink beer. I smoke like a chimney. I also eat kale three times a week. You gotta fucking pick, you your, gotta battles. pick your battles. Yeah, like you know. But that's the thing. Genetics also huge. Yeah, factor. that's a big thing. Yeah, like my yeah. dad. My parents are in their sixties and. They look really good for yeah. 60, so I'm looking forward. Okay. Yeah. But there's also, I, I also feel like when you, because you start to be like less precious with your body. So it's like, I don't give a shit. Like I said, if I get, if somebody wants to fight me in the subway, I don't really care because, okay, fuck up my face. It's not a good face. Who gives a shit? What? I don't care at all. <laughs> like my body's, gonna, your my body's not gonna a care. temple. Yeah. My, body, my body's not a temple at all. Like it's just this dumb. So degrading thing. What the guy was sitting there before was saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he he yeah. like he like works on Broadway though, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. like so his face that's his bread and butter. I can I can have a black eye and still tell jokes to people who don't care. So like here's 100%. my my only thing is that like I still want to keep my face, but while I'm willing to risk my face is because I know I have insurance. Like I have the best <laughs> insurance I've ever had in my life. You know what I mean? It's just like... Do you sometimes feel like you should take some chances just because you got to get so this, bang for I buck? got Affleck, and that's when I went white water rafting because I was like, if I get there fucked up, I'm still going to get paid <laughs> while I'm out of work. Like, that's a fucking... That's a good way to go. You know what I mean? So it's just like now I'm just like... I'll, I, I feel like I I take... like I, I'm, I'm kind of like risk adverse for the you most part. You went white water rafting? Yeah. Wow. Was it terrifying? Um, it is, but it's also <laughs> exhilarating. Just it's just like, it's one of those things. Like, it's something that was like on my bucket list. I always wanted to do it. And then once my Affleck kicked in and I was just like, so if I get completely mangled in this fucking raft, like, I still will get paid for healing and not working. I'm totally whitewater rafting right now. What did you think about like jumping out of the... Just, the raft a just little bit just so it. you can maybe get some workman's comp no because oh. you can't get workman's comp if you're not actually at work now well, I, I mean like the, 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 the insurance or like whatever to heal um 
No, because like I figure that that all of that shit will kick in with the cancer rider because I also have cancer insurance. So like I, I like I put a little extra in because I feel like if you're alive long enough, you're eventually gonna get cancer. Yeah. yeah so like I I got like the cancer insurance. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like that's what most like natural causes are. It's just some cancer they haven't found. Yeah. Exactly. I've got like yeah. Lyme's yeah. disease insurance. Like you know, if I get like Lyme's it's a lot of specific and, insurance. Yeah. Like I picked up a lot of riders, and it was like literally like. I was like, okay, this is about as much money I spend on coffee and cigarettes a week. I totally might get some of these diseases. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's a very. Yeah. And would you uh, say that you uh, you love Affleck? Yes, and I would like a and year for free. That maybe you <laughs> <laughs> boxed wine insurance, right? Just, I mean, what other products can we bring up that people could send? Well, Kevin was talking about dental, and Parkside Dental, I'd like a cleaning for free. Great um, Hi, Parkside Dental. Yeah. Hi, Parkside. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Holla at you, girl. These chompas need some care. Um, <laughs> I've been doing red wine. Uh, <laughs> 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 red wine. Coffee yeah. and cigarettes. Right. <laughs> yeah, coffee, red wine, and cigarettes. Do you lost? Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I. Uh, but I feel like kind of like as I get older, like I do understand that like you're a little bit less careful with yourself. Um, I still love my face. I'll still like protect my face. But if I get like some sort of like fucked up shit in my arm, I'm going to like, eh, all right, I can just wear long sleeves. That's okay. I feel like it takes you longer to heal on some shit. Yeah. When you're older, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Well, your body—I mean, your like, body is fuck. breaking down. Like it's not like it's, it's more gradual. Certainly than when you're like I eighty. I work and like yeah. my uh, my elbow still hurts. Like fuck, damn. Yeah, like it's. I mean, you know, that's why. Yeah, that's workman's comp. Wow, shit, air five, yeah. No, that's how I felt. Like, no, that's that's why it's that's why it's there. It's really it's really hard for you know professional. Football, basketball, baseball players, whenever they get in their 30s, because you're kind of like, because you're kind of at the peak of like your knowledge and your ability, but then your body starts to break down. So, you know, fortunately, they have all of the trainers in the world and the dietitians and everything. But that's the thing, too. I feel like if you, if you find, um, like celebrities in their 30s and up into their 40s and like beyond that look really good, I feel like if you look at everything they have to do to maintain that, it's insane. Right, like, how does Jennifer Lopez look like Jennifer Lopez? Right? Did you see her? Classic. She's got a team of people, probably. Yeah. That, the what? AMAs or something she just did that was like. Yeah. Yeah, but just, she's still like, I feel like she's kind of like four years away from looking like crazy Madonna. I don't know. Did you see her? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't think that she's, she's going to go that far. I think that she like is I, keeping she looks it great right now. I think, I mean like, like she doesn't look aging, like, bad. I mean like this is why you keep 20 year old dudes around, but like, it's just kind of like, ah, JLo. What? what? You're crazy. Like, do you think, do you think she's like, she like season eight of The Office where you're just like, I wish you would stop <laughs> doing this? Like, <laughs> yes, like, I think she looks better than Jeff as I ever has. No. Like, no. I mean, well, no. That like she's not gen- dress, like, I think the best the day, she's though. ever looked yeah. was when she was, was with, with Ben uh, Affleck. Oh, but she was. Whoa, yeah. She was, was real. She was real happy. Geely? Geely? Yeah, exactly. 
But like, I think when she was with Ben Affleck, was like the best she ever looked. I think she looks now exactly I the same like, still. N- no, it's no. a very subtle difference. I, like I, subtle, I, I like it's not. It, it's like. And she's like popping. It's like she has to like release her shoulder. It's just like <laughs> 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 I release you. <laughs> it's just like oh, like before it's like I'm Jenny from the block. Now it's like Jenny from the block. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lopez has never come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Oh, I'm man. just like bitch. I know you from Gun Hill. Don't try to front. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't get that reference. It's a Bronx reference. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she's from, like, uh, when she was from the the block, she was from, like, Gun Hill Road on the Bronx. Okay. I told you I'm coming in with a lot of it's, not it's, knowing things. It's like the South Bronx Riviera. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Most of this is going to be you guys explaining things to me, I feel like. But, Which I'm okay with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she was like, do you ever run into her? She used to work with my dad before she... She used to work in my dad's precinct as a, a civilian worker before she got on the... Like, uh, in Living Color as a fly girl. Wow. So, like, my dad, like, knew her, bef- like, while she was auditioning to be a fly girl. Whoa. So, before she got her rocks? Yeah. But, like, this is what I'm saying. This bitch is old. Because, like, I was, like, in elementary school by then. I, I know. Yeah. You guys were... What? Oh. Wait. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Like, you ever go back and watch? That's yeah. She's great in that. She's great in that. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> but I mean, Wait. her face is completely different. But go on. Oh yeah, no, because she's about, she's about, she's like forty seven. That's like what. That's, <laughs> that's, I hope what it is. I, I hope that your face wasn't blocked by like microphones and stuff, so right. that everybody watching <laughs> can see. Just how disgusted you were I'm at okay. that number. Is, but I so know someone just... who knows someone that lives in her old house. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. That's all I've got. <laughs> so, like, uh, we'll just put, like, so when she was a fly girl, I was probably in fifth or sixth grade, and she was probably in her 20s. And you know how old I am. Don't tell it out loud. Right. <laughs> so let's the words. Just, <laughs> let's just Think do the math head. there. Let's just do the math. Um... <sighs> Exactly. Like, wow. Cause also, it's like, also, I feel like her age is probably easily available online. Right, yeah, no, but that's what exactly. she's saying is that, she's like, you can look online and people's age is, like, one thing online, but in real life, they're really not I that yeah. age. So she's not 47? Yeah. Is that what you're allegedly? 47? I wonder, do, do you think they have, like, people that they pay to go change their Wikipedia? Oh, don't. of course. Absolutely. Yeah, like that's like the cheapest yeah. thing that's you'll like, do. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they, Wikipedia, they try to, you know, like always edit over bad information. Not that you're supposed to. Yeah, not there's, if you're there's paying somebody people putting, Right, that. exactly. You got Jennifer Lopez money. Is, it, is this yeah. a Wikipedia conspiracy? It is you think very they, easy to think they're getting Wikipedia. some money and Google on the take? I have a Yeah, absolutely. kind of looks like the guy who played Iceman or whatever it is in X-Men in the original series. And he kept changing it to say that Ellen Page had dated him or something like that because he thought it was funny. Like, oh, okay. Wikipedia. I was about to say that's the saddest Wikipedia. No, no, no. It was like, but, a, okay. it was like a funny thing, or like I, I forget the details of this. But basically, I have a friend that changed a Wikipedia for fun on a regular basis. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, here, so here's my question, everybody. If you had, I don't, I don't know if you guys do, but if you had or have a Wikipedia page, what would be the one thing if you could add a fact into your Wikipedia page? What would be the one fact that you would change? 
if I had like a, a true thing or a fact. No, like just thing. make like it up. Just if you, you wanted your Wikipedia page like to say that you grew up in Antarctica, thing? then you could do it. Like, yeah. and it would stick. Like, what's the one fact you would change? Hmm. Uh. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Thinking right. is not great for radio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we like, need that. Like, do do Right. Like, but I, I feel like it's because I <laughs> think that helps get to the core. What would be the thing that you would do? See, I, I feel okay. So I'm. I, I, w- I would not do this. I feel like most guys would try to put in some reference to having a large penis. I would not do that. I don't care. Is that that's Just, not something? That I, I feel like I most feel guys like would want to get the word out. Had to do with the if you were a porn person, right? I'm yeah. thinking about like no, you know, being famous and like probably age is like the most obvious. So age would be the like one, one thing that you, you like. Would want I would to say that I I'd wanted to say that I dated Keanu Reeves. That's pretty solid. Nice. Okay, right. Yeah. That's nice. But I want to date Keanu Reeves. If you're watching. <laughs> um, I mean, but you can't you say know, that you won like an award or something because <laughs> yes. they could figure yes. that out. Young no, but blood. I'm just saying in this. <laughs> okay, uh, then, then okay. Given that, let's change the parameters. Let's say it's the one fact you can add to your Wikipedia page, but it has to be a small fact, such that people would probably not change it. Um, so it can't be anything huge. You can't say like you won a gold like, medal oh, in swimming. Oh, right? Exactly. Gold medal, Rodney Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I like how much you liked the sound of that. It's like a little shoulder shake. <laughs> put something fun in, like, speaks fluent French or something like that that would, like, just confuse people a little. You know, like, Ooh. I speak okay I speak French, but if people came speaks up... Speaks eight, eight different languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or, yeah, like, speaks uh, four different... Like, something right. reasonable, but not, like, like three or four. Plays like, five different thing. instruments. yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 what they are, so people just think that you're. They just think that you're like, like exactly. <laughs> they don't need to know the details. I feel like I would put in that I have nine fingers, because then people would check the pictures of you online and try to figure out if they're photoshops or not. Then a whole conspiracy theory would happen around it. Oh, like Trump small hands. Yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, who was the oh. Uh, the chick that was in True Lies that people thought was a hermaphrodite. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. She is. She is. She's genetically, and it's intersex now. Hermaphrodite is. is, is Where's her. that? Hey, right. Hermaphrodite is no longer PC. Yeah. So. We learned not a couple She has pretty sweet titties for somebody who's all mixed up in areas. No, like he said, it all mixed up. So sh- she's not physically. <laughs> also, I intersex. don't know the politically correct terms for that. Uh, it's okay. Uh, oh, you no, can we be just learned it fine. like three weeks ago. Yeah, okay. we're um, talking about trans and it's different. Like, yeah, intersex, it's fine. Right? Yeah, intersex. Yeah. So, like now, the the politically correct term is intersex, but she is genetically intersex. She's not physically intersex. Was that so? So uh, she has she has no penis, no like big clit or anything like that. Right, it's like her her hormones are more uh, male, like you know, like her chromosomes would be a male, but physically she represents a female. How, so like, how she's, big would her boobs be if she wasn't mainly do genetics? Uh, It'd be the biggest boobs in the world, probably. I I don't know. Like she is killing it if she has. But like like boobs are dude like chromosomes. Thing. Like uh, like Dolly Parton. Right. Did you say like Dolly Parton is like big boobs? Yeah, she's like 
world famous for having big boobs. So she's only a 36 double D, which is not really that big. Yeah, yeah very much. much but I think it's like back in the day. Like well, yeah, now, she was one of the now stars, we have like, like milk, milk hormones, chicken hormones. Like everybody has testosterone in the chicken. Like she got and the, everything. She got the boobs like before, like when we were getting the boobs. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, like I'm like a 36 double D, and I don't feel like I look like Dolly Parton. All right, thank you. You're due, uh, you're due to me. <laughs> 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 These are American grown. I feel like um, it's like back in like like back in the day. My dad uh, was considered a, a very big guy, and he's like six feet. At the time it, when he was playing football, he was like 200 pounds, maybe. And that's not a huge guy anymore. It's still like a large guy, but it's not like a, a, yeah, as big average. as it was. Yeah, I know. So, like 6'7 or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I feel like boobs wise is probably the similar similar thing. Wait, also, I back I then. Go for it. No, 100%. Go. But uh, I would just say but something like she was a class clown. No one liked me in school, yeah. but like I would love to like go back and edit that and have people like from my elementary school like look at it and be like, <laughs> I think I think that's really fun. funny, and it would screw with all the people that are like like us that like probably look at things and are like they were popular in high school. Yeah, I think that'd be a funny weird thing to just. I don't know, maybe go. not, but like I don't. I <laughs> don't still back don't down. No, no, back down for a goddamn second. No, like, like, totally stay with it. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We only have like five minutes. So I'm not gonna like waste our time with. Uh, have we talked for that long? Yeah, we have. Oh my goodness. Um. So. Uh, I'm going to look up that Jamie Lee Curtis thing though. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she is uh, genetically intersex. That's crazy. Like um, how all the rumors were true. How do they find that out? And how does that if it if it doesn't Did show she come physically? Out and say that. But, like, this has been going, like, something that's been going on for, like, since the 80s. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like the, the, uh, intersex, uh, story has been around as long as Richard Gere and the Gerbils. Right. Richard, oh, you didn't uh, hear about Richard Gere? Check, Richard Gere Gerbils. Yeah, supposedly uh, he put gerbils up his butt for sexual pleasure. And then had to go to the hospital and get them removed. Uh, and can they remove a, a live gerbil? Like, do they have to kill the gerbil first? Uh, I, I mean, I like think you at least have to put no. tranks up your butt or something. Like, well, I don't know like, how. how oh, God. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a visual. Sorry. All right. We got three minutes. We got three minutes. <laughs> like how uh, I think you can just get it back out. All right. That's so can, maybe like a little Can I come back and we can just spend an hour talking about gerbils up Richard Gere's butt? Absolutely. Okay. Uh but I feel like maybe you got to put like a little peanut butter at the end and then just have like draw it out. But don't they Wait, need to like your dog up his butt? So like No, no, it's just well, I mean there lies the problem. How far are they scooting? It's called gerbiling. Oh, it's, it's called gerbiling. Yeah, but have, people have names for things that like has it I, I want to see if there's any uh, actual case of the happening because people like, people come up with names for these crazy sexual things that like people don't even do. No, Maybe one person so. tried. I think they do it. I think they do. AKA gerbil stuffing. 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 Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, so uh, we're we're gonna have to wrap this up, but before we go, Corey, uh, where can everybody follow you on social media? What's your next show? Your website? All that jazz. I have a weekly show at the Standing Room in Long Island City, Queens, uh, on Sundays at eight p.m. called Triggered. Uh, you can follow that on Twitter at twitter.com slash we're triggered. Thank you. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at R-E-P-P-O-C-S, Repox. 
And uh, Emily, just a reminder for everyone, where can they follow you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at mdunkaroo. That's spelled E-M-D-U-N-C-A-R-O-O. Ronnie Daniels. Uh, my next show is going to be at the Broadway Comedy Club uh, downstairs in the big room. So, really exciting. And uh, you can look me up on Facebook, Instagram, Roddy Daniels. Nice. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Talk and Brew. Follow me on Twitter at Marissa Smith. We are here on FLO Empire Radio every Friday every from week. 6 to 8. And remember, you guys, uh, reporters wasted a year of their lives to uh, report on something that Donald Jr. tweeted in two seconds. Have a good weekend. Uh, they're still uh, colluding. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>